do a quick intro for us. Welcome back, everybody, to the Life Like a Movie podcast. This podcast is so badass and so needed because I bring on men, some women, but really people that are helping us men step back into our masculine power and take back the power from society um, that's kind of been stripped away from us, oftentimes not our own fault, but now our responsibility to change. And I have a guest on the podcast today who I don't know super well, uh, but we're about to get about to get to know him together. Um, Jan Willem van der Heiden. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Perfect. I, I went, Amazing. I went for it. Um, and he's going to talk about how us as men can take our power back. And the work that he does is relating to overcoming limiting beliefs, relieving anxiety and things of that nature. And um, Jan Willem, thank you so much for being here, brother. Thank you so much for the invite. I really appreciate you in the short time we've met <laughs> and how you show up in the world it's, it's a real inspiration not just for me but also for like the women that I know and the men that I know and, and everybody that I work with it's like it's not just me holding up the banner yes yes dude I'm right up there with you holding that banner up as well as I can man and, and yeah you're killing it thank you brother um you as well and, and I want to start off with something that you mentioned in your opener which was um that women love it and women appreciate that because I know that a lot of the men that are listening to this, they do want to attract their dream woman. They, mm. they do want to find a woman in their life. And to be honest, all the work that I do actually is on the man. I really mm. don't do much about like game and how to like um, get laid and how to like, how to write like your Tinder comment or whatever it is. Like, <laughs> and, and those are valuable services for some men out there. Um, but for me, that's not what I do. And I, I focus on how to transform the man because when when we transform and we change our vibration, like attracts like. And I really believe that when we can transform ourselves and be more authentic in who we are, then we attract everything that's authentic, but women included. Um, mm -hmm. We have a little bit of confidence and we own ourselves. We can, we can accept ourselves as we are. Then that confidence sort of radiates out. So I'd like to start off with um, a, a simple, but, but um, fun question is what are your best tips or, or what about taking our power back is attractive to women? Mm. I think the most attractive thing for a woman is presence. Mm. If you can be really present with a woman, then they love it because more presence is where they feel more safe. Yes. Um, and in order to get presence, we have to get out of our minds. Yes. And into our body. And, and when our body isn't um, in some way confused about our emotions, like things we're ashamed about, our anger, our sadness, and all these things, and it's just a free flow, like we're embodying um, all these emotions in a healthy way like we're, we're okay when when we feel sadness we're okay when we feel anger we're okay when we feel shame or things that we're afraid of like we can just be present in the moment like I'm with you I'm like actually seeing you and looking at you while I speak instead of like really going to mind and going left and right and all these things because I embody what I speak and it makes a woman feel very safe mm. So it's powerful to, to do the things that get us more present, more in our bodies, because that presence is what makes a woman feel safe. Yes. And it requires for you to really be okay with all the sadness you have inside, all the anger you have inside, the things you're ashamed of, not just to speak to them, but really feel them and go, go in them. Like, why am I actually feeling sadness right now? Where's this anger coming from? What pisses me off about this thing? And yes. just also be true to it. Yes. Yeah, that's so beautiful. You already have me in the feels. And, and that, that's, such a, that's such a deep answer to start us off with, yet is the exact answer I think we need. Um, I really feel that 
that I can see in my own life how, um, especially um, four or five years ago, how I would just completely push and push and push things away. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel I noticed that most of us have um, our certain like what I call favorite flavors of low vibe. Like we have we have our favorite flavors <laughs> yes. that we that we go back to. Um, you know what That's I mean? A great and um, and uh, mine was personally uh, guilt, uh, guilt, shame, and anger. Those were kind of my my um, big kahunas. And um, I think it's so important to actually dive into there and dive into those emotions and ask why they're there. Because if we don't, what I've learned in my experience, and I want to know what your s- suffering was, because um, I know you've been through, and I want to mm-hmm. know what your story was and that it, like what your favorite flavors of low vibe was, were, and, and how you overcame it. Because for me, what I found is when I didn't face it, when I didn't accept that, okay, I feel guilt, so guilty right now. I feel so mm-hmm. insecure to be myself in this social situation, or I feel really pissed off and angry, but I feel like I have to keep a smile on my face all the time. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Um, I found that I would push that stuff down, man. Mm-hmm. And I would overcompensate for what I, I helped push, push it down by going to instant pleasure. So for me, it was yeah. overeating and like just numbing myself with Netflix and smoking weed. That was sort of mm-hmm. how I hoped with all this energy that I didn't just let out and express. Yeah. That was my painful moment. And, um, and to actually give ourselves the time and the space to express our emotion, whether, like you said, it's sadness or guilt or shame to embody that. If I'm mm-hmm. sad to like really be sad. I love getting angry now sometimes because I get to like s- s- smash stuff. And really fun, <laughs> like I get to, I get to express it. Um, and it's so powerful to actually let that emotion out. We need to give ourselves that space. Yes. And in a healthy and a safe way. So it doesn't actually hurt anybody because we're, we're oftentimes what, mm-hmm. what's underneath the anger is the fear of hurting other people and then hurting ourselves because of the impact that we had. Mm. So it's important to create a safe space to let that out. Like instead of like punching your girlfriend, you punch a pillow. Yes. And you just say to her, like, I'm going to punch a pillow. This is more of a way to connect to you, actually. So I can get rid of some of the anger, yes. which is really healthy. Instead of repressing it, so it comes out sideways. And I'm going to do this right now. I'll be back in 10 minutes. Yes, yes, yes. I'll be back in 10 minutes. That's classic. I love that. Um, <laughs> and, and so what, so what, com- what common themes do you see? Because I, I think for many men, um, anger is a common one that we f- may not have been able to express. Maybe some sadness. Often I find that if we peel back anger, sadness is usually there. Um, mm. What are some common uh, emotions that you see in men that you think needs to be expressed maybe as a collective? Well, actually, what I most see is that we, don't, we have these emotions but we're actually not very in touch with them. Like we see th- things uh, on the exterior before we actually are connecting to our feelings. So in my case, for example, you know, I, I used to smoke a lot, I used to drink a lot, I used to play video games all the time, like years, and not being going out and everything. And now sometimes when I suddenly want to play video games, or I want to, you know, buy a pack of cigarettes, I'm noticed like, wait a minute, there's an emotion that's been stuck, like I have anxiety. Yes. Yes. What am I not feeling? And then I can take a moment. So it's more of an indication, the exterior of like, oh, wait a minute, I'm actually feeling something, I, sh- I should deal with it. And that's the biggest thing for me is, oh, actually, I have emotions. I'm not just in touch with them. Like, even all the work that I've done, there's still moments where I just, like, catch myself and notice, wait a minute, there's more to it than this. You know, I had um, an argument with my girlfriend, and I handled it really well. Like, it went, she was really angry at me, but it was in a, in a beautiful way. I didn't take it personally. I just made her feel um, heard and seen and everything, and she was totally okay. And then the next morning, I woke up, and I felt... You know, uh, you know, I actually wanted to play video games instead of work. And I was like, wait a minute, there's something that I haven't been looking at. 
Yes. And then when I dove deep, it was it was okay. There was this um, um, this real feeling of um, not being appreciated in a way because she, we were doing really well, and then suddenly she, she was angry. So I felt like all the work that I've done in the relationship was suddenly kind of um, what's the word emptied out or vacated. It wasn't really appreciated. So I felt like okay, mm. that part of me. The, the child of me that was doing his best his son was was you know suddenly kind of got smacked in the face and yeah. so to have addressed that sadness then i can suddenly okay folks i'm working and i can love my girlfriend again there's no like inner resentment lingering yes. around anymore yes. because that's really what happens and it's when we push people away and break disconnection and it comes out sideways yeah yeah wow there's so much i could say to that thank you for sharing first of all mm. um I feel like that that is is so powerful specifically because I think a challenge that many men have is they feel like they have to appear strong and so they can't express how they feel in the moment. Now you, it seemed like you just were unaware that that was affecting you at the time, but you realized it the next morning. Yeah. But um, I feel like a challenge is actually like sharing that with our partner. Mm-hmm. I think many men feel like they have to appear strong and to share Hey, like, babe, when you, when you did that, I, I, I felt a little bit triggered. Um, I was a little bit angry when you said that, cause I, I feel unappreciated because I feel like we've been building this great thing together. I feel like I've been doing my best and to get, to feel like you're angry at me, just, it, it kind of hurts or whatever, whatever it is that's being expressed. Yes. Um, what, what helps us overcome this sort of fear or belief to express? Because you and I both know if we don't, there's going to, it's going to come out eventually. Um, yeah in a more unhealthy way, likely. So how can we start to express, and, and maybe if you could even give a few lines that we could say to our woman um, or to a potential woman, um, ways of expressing, ways to actually speak. Beautiful. Yeah, well, oftentimes when we have a fear, like we have a fear to express, right? And when we have right. a fear, we have, we, what we'll do immensely is like, oh, we have to be strong and face this fear and overcome and like push through. But what I actually suggest is create safety. So what this means in in relationship to your partner or a woman in general, is like I create a container. So when I feel some anger, I'm triggered. I say like, look, I would like to, for you to just listen to me for the next five minutes. And then after, and I'm going to share some things that I'm angry about. I just don't want you to take them personally. I just want to be seen and heard. And after those five minutes, I just want you to say, thank you and give me a hug. And I love you. Would you, would you be okay with that? Yes. You mind if we start now? Yes. And then, you know, I have the space to just fully share and open up. I can cry, I can get angry. And all she does is like, listen, see me and give me a hug after. And it just makes me feel so safe enough, you know? Wow. So it's always creating a, a safety for myself. And I call that a container. Okay. So creating a container first verbally by just kind of sort of setting the boundary, setting the expectation of yes. how you want the conversation to go. And then once you have agreements from the other party to, to allow the expression to come out. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean even the other time like she 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 said something and it really triggered me and instead of like going into the trigger i said like look i'm really tri- i feel a lot of anger right now i'm gonna is that okay if i like jump in the pool and scream and like trash around and then come back into our conversation and then she's also agreeing to it by saying yes because that's important you know yes. to hear from her so i went in the pool went back and it's like okay i'm good now <laughs> this is <laughs> yes. what happened yeah, and then she just knows what's going on because if I just leave and jump in the pool, she's like, "What did I do wrong?" You know, she's freaking out. I'm freaking out because she's freaking out. You know, it's, yeah. it's very, yeah, like she feels unsafe as well. Yes, yes. Oh man, I see that. Yeah, and uh, question. I'm just so curious. So when you're when you're telling her, 
when you're telling her like, Hey, I'd like to go thrash in the pool. Are you like, um, um, babe, um, I'd like to go, um, thrash in the pool right now. Cause I'm like, Ugh. are you like saying it like that? Or are you, I'm just like curious just for fun asking or like, are you, that, that's a great question actually. And okay. it's, it's one of the things that I, I help my um, clients with Oh yeah. is, is there's, um, the first thing is like, we have a, like a physical body an emotional body and a mental body. And one of the first things I do is, is it's easier with the physical body with men. It's like when um, you have pain, like you can either react to it or respond to it. So I feel pain, but I'm not going to scream of pain. You know, I'm going to kind of cry of the pain. You know, it doesn't matter how much the pain is. Now, right. It's the same with the emotional body. We can feel anger, but we, we don't have to be angry. We don't have to identify with the anger. Yeah. So for example, I can feel a lot of sadness and I can just talk to you like I'm doing now. So I can cry a lot, for example, and really go into my sadness. But I'm like, wow, this is interesting. I wonder why I'm so sad about this cry and cry and everything. So there's a disconnection between the emotion and myself, like a higher self. Yes, yes. You, you, you've disidentified yourself from the anger, from the yes. sadness. Yes, because it's, it's my inner child or, or trauma or something that happened in my, in my past. But it's not necessarily me who I am now. And so I can disconnect. It's just, wow, I feel a lot of anger. It's so interesting. And that right there, the, wow, I feel a lot of anger. Oh, that's so interesting. I want to dissect that. So you're bringing the emotional sense of curiosity to it. You yeah. are bringing uh, a perspective of, oh, wow, that's not me. I'm me. Like that, that's something other. So are those like the, the two ingredients you would say right there? Is that curiosity with other and self? That's perfect. Okay. Okay. I feel that. Cool. Um, I love that. And it's, it's so powerful. Um, it's so fucking powerful, dude. I'm going to say that word, I think a thousand more times on this podcast. <laughs> um, uh, I absolutely love it. Well, it's the same, actually, what, what you can do with your partner. When, when she's really in anger, you can just like, wow, she's really in anger right now. Instead of thinking, oh, she's crazy. She's a bitch. She's like this. And like, no, she just feels a lot of anger and it's overwhelming for her. Yeah. That must suck. <laughs> like that yeah. sucks for her, right? Yeah. Oh. Like she's going through, like she's identifying with the anger. So she's like screaming and doing things. And it's like, it must be so painful to be in that state. Yes. So, so there's like compassion and understanding. And then you can just like, okay, just let it all out. You know, just give me yes. more. It's okay. It's welcome here. And then yeah. it usually just takes a minute or two, you know, to feel the emotion. And then it's like, well, actually it's not about you. It's about something that happened yesterday <laughs> or whatever it is. Yes. Now, now, how about for the times that we think it is about us? I, I'm just, and e whether it is or not, like, is it ever about us might be part of this question. Yeah, um, it's never. It's Nothing never about us. So I think that that is the challenge that I've actually been going through myself is I'm finding myself more often than I want to. Like, I feel my, even if I don't express it, I feel like I'm getting triggered as she's getting angry at me. And this, this is like, and I don't express it because I know that now, okay, shit, now I'm getting triggered. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, but like, I, I feel like, it bothers me um, at times because I'm like, man, like, why am I getting upset? Because she's, she's just having an expression. So like, can you help me out? Like, what would I do in that situation? Or what would a person do in that situation? Amazing question. So oftentimes we, um, something happens and what we make it mean is totally different. Mm. So for example, your girlfriend says you're a fucking asshole. I'm just saying something. Mm -hmm. What would make it mean is like, she doesn't love me anymore. Like yes. she's going to break up with me. Yeah. I'm a weak man. Yeah. But actually she's saying I'm an asshole. Oh, why is she saying that? She must be angry right now. You know, it's like, <laughs> just being curious, but we make it mean so much. And right. it's like, oh, feeling weak, not loved. You know, she's going to abandon us. Like all that triggers us to have all these emotions and stuff coming up. 
but we don't take it personally. It's like, wow, that's so interesting. Why is she calling me an asshole right now? I'm curious. Instead of making it a meaning, like, ah, oh, yeah, she, I'm a total fucking asshole. Like, I'm, ah, oh, fuck, I, you know, no yeah. wonder she doesn't love me anymore. <laughs> you know, all these things. Yes. But it's yes. this connection between what's actually happening and the story, the meaning that we make it. It's yeah. oftentimes, even in our childhood, when, like, we have all these traumas, like, our dad didn't want to play up. You know, we asked her that, hey, do you want to play, play soccer with us today? And he said, no, I don't have the time. We make it mean that our dad doesn't love us. And since then, you know, it's created disconnection between all the male figures in our lives and all the people that we look up to. But it's actually, he didn't have, he just said he didn't have the time. Yes. Yes. That's like, it. That's it. That's it. Like, that was the fact. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the fact. Like, that, that's the fact. The fiction. There's, there's this great exercise, fact and fiction. You split it. You put fact on one side, fiction on the other side. You write down all the facts. <laughs> And you write down yeah. all the fiction, all the stories that go with it. And it just helps to separate that. Yes. And it's so, we're still human. So we're going to make the meaning. It's just that also uh, after when you have a conversation with your girlfriend, it's like, well, you know, I made it mean this, mean this and this when you said that. Yeah. And then she's like, wow, really? What happened? And then you get like the vulnerability. And then you like really understand. Oh, what did you make it mean when I did that? Wow. I made it mean that you're an asshole. And actually what you did was you said no to a date on Monday. Because I actually felt that, you know, you know, you're not trustworthy, you're not providing for me, you don't want to ever do that again, we're not going to get married, if, you, if you're not providing, we're not going to have kids because I don't have the money, you know, and then she's pissed at you for all these reasons, and you just said no on a, on a date on Monday, well, you actually went to go on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. And it's just, it's like, if we don't identify, but we still share. I got you. We're not robots. Here. Yeah, right, we're not robots, we are human after all. I really love that perspective because I think sometimes I think personally, I think a lot of us think black and white. Like I either have to like be fact or fiction or like I have to just be just fact and just, you know, look at it as it is and not add any emotion to it and like deal with it. But yeah, that's just, that's not what humans do. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, so th thank you for that. that. That's a great, that makes me feel really great actually. And I find that when I work with my clients and just other men that I talk to, friends of mine, reminding them that they're human mm. seems to be such a great like it's like wow it's, it's okay to be angry it's okay to, yes. to be sad it's okay to not like that i'm angry like i have one client he's like I, I'm, I'm feeling kind of depressed and i don't like it i'm like can you accept that you don't like that you're depressed and that acceptance <laughs> of that he didn't like it gave him like a little bit of space and the disidentification totally. it's often you know? a judgment on the part that we have on us it's not the shame that we're, that's really a problem it's a judgment and the shame that we cannot actually show these things and feel them and <sighs> like all these things I haven't had this with my, with my partner. She's like, I'm afraid that you find me annoying. I'm like, yeah, I find you annoying sometimes. And I'm, and I'm gonna, that's going to be the way that for the rest of our lives. Like, that's totally okay with me. Yes. Like, you don't have to fix that. I'll just yes. say it and, and we'll work with it. But it's not something you have to hide or not something that I'm, that's a bad, bad thing. Like, you're supposed to be annoying. You're a human. We're, we're going to have these all range of emotions and everything. Yes. And actually, in, in, in many ways, annoying is very amazing. Because otherwise, I just live my life, you know, the way I want to in a relationship. And she's annoying when she doesn't follow that path. And I need people to really say, like, hey, you know, be annoying and, and be in my life. Like, friends that speak up and say, like, hey, you know, this is really fucking annoying. Every time I speak to you, you're one-upping me, my experience. I'm like, fuck, yes, yeah, yes, that's true. Yes. <laughs> that's very true i do that i do that <laughs> with pride with a smile right <laughs> um, <laughs> we do it but we try our best not to but it's okay when we're annoying like our friendship is good enough or solid our relationship is good enough to be annoying yes yes 
like we can get through this and i think like making something mean like holy shit like what if we break up what if it doesn't work out like it's so easy for to allow our minds to go there but what you said is so powerful it's kind of raking our mind back in a little bit like is that is it really true is she really gonna break (laughs) up with me because of this like we've been together for two years you're really gonna Cause I, cause I, you know, said no to the date on Monday. Really, really Brent. <laughs> um, I find that helps. I'm, I'm going to quickly run, do you know, Byron Katie and her work of an uh, in inquiry? Uh, yes. I, I use inquiry method a lot. Oh, beautiful. Anyways. Uh, well, maybe would you, would you mind explaining that for us and just, um, share how powerful that might be in this situation? Yeah. Amazing. Well, I love this thing, uh, inquiry so much because what it does is it's following the curiosity. Mm. it's like it's staying with curiosity instead of the meaning of things yeah so for example when somebody says well you know i'm i'm uh, i'm thinking of killing myself oh yeah. instead of like wow that sucks wow that must mean oh well let's go and call a doctor let's go to hospital like, oh why do you think that way but what's yeah. what's what's attractive about you know killing yourself yes well i it's like it sounds so it's like for me it's like oh killing myself it just brings me a lot of peace oh wow that's amazing so why are you missing peace in your life? Well, in my relationship. Oh, well, how can you bring that more into it? Well, if I do this, ba- A, B, and C. Oh, go and do that thing then. <laughs> yeah, know? choose it's that kind of, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's like, if we think like, oh, suicide, let the alarm bells go off, whatever it is. Yeah. And it's just actually follow the thing. It's like, he's just missing peace in his life. Yes. And his inquiry is just out of innocence and curiosity. Instead of making stories and meaning and like showing up as like, oh, I'm the hero. I'm going to tell you how to live your life and be the, you know, as even as a coach, we have this, at least in my opinion. Like trying to fix somebody and help somebody because we've been through it. And actually, when we follow inquiry, they have all other reasons of why they have anger instead of like, oh, you know, you're angry for A and B. It was actually, it's actually C. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I love that. Thank you for explaining that. Just keeping that energy of curiosity, which you seem to do very well. And you alluded to it at the start of our conversation. Just being like, oh, that's interesting that I feel that. Oh, that's fascinating. Hmm. Yes. Um, it's nice. Um, well, what I would love to do is um, finish off this podcast with a topic about um, father-son relationships and mm. the importance of having men in our life that we can have conversations mm. like this with and share with. So I'm not sure um, what your experience is with your dad and if you want to go into that. Um, or just the, the benefits that you felt uh, of having men in your life that you can talk to, as I'm sure that you do. Um, if you wouldn't mind just touching on how, really how important this is. I really want to drive home for any men listening to make it a priority to, to have more men in their life that they can have these conversations with. That's incredible. I, I really appreciate you bringing this up. I feel like that's such an important part of being a man. Yes. You know, the relationship with their father. And, and for me personally, my story is like, to give you... A little bit of an example my mom died when i was 15 yes and i'm 35 now and in the time in the 20 years uh since then um i talked twice about my mom's death with my dad that's how emotionally unavailable he is and last year i said okay well wait a second i'm going to use inquiry method i'm going to use this idea of like just being curious instead of judging i'm like oh he's emotionally unavailable like you never want to talk about it i'm just going to be curious and then i asked him like oh do you want to talk about her mom and he shuts down like he becomes yeah. as well and i just like oh why are you shutting down right now what's happening for you and just be waiting and, and curious and then suddenly like well i find it hard to talk about and have this judgment on myself i'm like oh really what's the judgment oh well you know when we were younger anger anger and sadness was not 
welcome. And like, oh, what happened in your family when you were growing up? And suddenly I get to know this man, wow. my father, really deeply. And so I suddenly feel this emotional connection with him talking about his relationship with his father yes. and how he experienced it. And then yes. suddenly it opens up, you know, finally to talk about our relationship and also the relationship with my mom because he opened up a relationship with his mom and how he saw his mom and everything and about also the death about my mom. And suddenly we're having this super deep conversation and it was just removing all my judgments and parts of like, oh, he's not this. And it's like just curiosity and, and understanding like it must be fucking hard for him. Can you imagine not growing up this way? Like he experienced the same thing as me. Yes. Why would I judge him for it? I have a hard time speaking up to my emotions. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. And um, so in the last year, it's really been incredible. Like I, I even have some of my clients, a client of mine, he says, there's an 80 year old dad and he hasn't talked to his dad for years. And he's like, the thing that I want is have an emotional relationship with my dad. And it's like, okay, what does it look like? How do we measure that? And he's like, I want to hear, I love you. And I appreciate you from my father for the first time. I'm like, okay, let's do it. Two weeks later, his dad calls him. We've done the work with him. I haven't talked to his dad. His dad calls him. He says, son, I just wanted to tell you I love you and I really appreciate you. Wow. Because he's doing the work and I've done my work and it just like changes people's, like they're suddenly welcome. Like his dad is suddenly welcome because all the judgments went away, all the expectations, all the ways that should be in his idea. And to hear that from your father after having talked to him for years, to hear that I appreciate for the first time in your life. Like, oh God. So, yeah. <laughs> and I've heard this from my dad, yes. you know, because of this year, he suddenly said, like, I love you. And then a week later, he said, like, look, son, I know I just never really said this, but I just want to know I've always loved you. And I just cried for like half an hour. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's so beautiful, but it was all in my hands. It was in my my thing. He always wanted it. You just didn't have the tools or the ways. And I just opened that space up for him. Yes. Oh God, man. And 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 what is he, what has he said now? Um, now now that time has passed, like what did that event mean to him to hear that from his father? Everything. Like he um, even like last week we came in a community of men. We get together, and he just like spoke up and he's like, "Look, man, this is this has changed my life." And it also stepped into his power because he expected so many things from his dad, like for his dad to be his mentor, his dad to be like a role model, and all these things. And we let that go. Suddenly he. He stepped into his own power of being a role model, of being a mentor for other people. So he started his own business. He, he really is helping other people now creating that. And it's like taking our responsibility and our power back, like what we talked about in the beginning, what I do. And like letting go of all these judgments of other people. Mm. Woo! <laughs> Jan Willem, you are spitting fire, my man. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. I want to just acknowledge you for a second and say that I appreciate the lightness that you've approached this conversation with. Um, I appreciate your smile. I appreciate the work that you've done because I can feel it. And I appreciate that you're taking your time to not just be with me, but to be with your clients and to attract more clients. Because, mm -hmm. um, dude, like this work is so powerful. And I feel a lightness from you that I haven't felt from a lot of men. And I think it's important for us men to see that lightness in other men and to not be so rigid and serious and things mm -hmm. of that nature. And, um, just thank you. It's been, it's been a gift to talk to you, brother. Thank you for taking the time. Really appreciate you, man. Thanks for that as well. Thank you. Um, 
I'm going, oh, before we actually end the podcast, I want to ask um, if there's anything that we can do to reach out to you if we wanted to, um, your Instagram or any way, if there's any men that are feeling inspired to work with you or to learn more about what you talk about, where they could find you online. Thank you. Uh, my Instagram is Jan Willem van der Ha. Van der, it's hard to explain actually in English, <laughs> I realize. Or go to uh, warrior, thewarrior.coach, my website. Thewarrior.coach. Okay, yes. awesome. Okay, thanks everybody. Thanks, Jan Willem. You're welcome. Love to be here.